Here's your thought of the day. It's about Friday. Happy Friday. Here's to all of us who made it through another week of faking adulthood. So you thought. That's literally me. That's literally me. That's literally me. (laughs) I mean, you think it's going to get better as you get older? No, it doesn't. What's worse is when you're looking around looking for the adultier adult and you realize you're the one. It's it's how many times I call my my mom or my dad and be like, "How do you do this? How do you do that?" Does it freak them out when you do that? Because one when no when I did that to my mom, she's like, "Oh my gosh, what is wrong? (laughs) Something is wrong." If you're calling and asking me for advice, you've done something. Not necessarily, not necessarily. I just you know some of us figure out pretty early that our parents know a lot. So you know, just some people aren't quicker than others. That's all. Uh, our Mind Jam trivia today is a fun one. Text us your answer, 434-248-0704, or you can call us with the answer, as many as of you have been wanting to do this week, and that's fine, uh, 866-916-3776. Doing this releases oxytocin, and that has tremendous health benefits. It reduces pain. It helps reduce heart disease, lowers blood pressure, stress, and anxiety. What is this that we're talking about? Doing this... <laughs> wait, wait a minute. That, that face is making me very uncomfortable. I'm not going to... It's not that! <laughs> we'll tell you what this is coming up. <laughs> I didn't say anything. No, you didn't say anything, but your face said it all. I mean... I'm not going to be the only one who has the same thought. I'm just saying. (laughs) All right. We'll see. Uh, On this day in history in 1975, Wheel of Fortune debuts on NBC. Yes. All right. So, yes, you and you and Trucker Allen were apparently on the same page. You should be afraid. Uh, somebody said kissing. Someone else said passing gas. Really? <laughs> really, Lucas? Kissing was involved in what I thought. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. But not always. <laughs> Just... Anyway, we're moving on. Uh, in 1979, the Village People's YMCA becomes a number one single. At its peak, it sold over 150,000 copies per day sold that every day which i don't understand but it was a big hit back in the day i saw them last summer it was a hoot were they dressed in their little outfits absolutely the only original one was the was the police officer everybody else was just you know impromptu (laughs) number one but that was back in the day when anything could uh could be a number one hit. Alan says, hey, WebMD said it, not me. All right, Alan, whatever. Hmm. In 1994, Nancy Kerrigan is attacked by a man wielding a police baton two days before the Olympic trials. He was later connected to rival Tanya Harding. I remember it well. The 90s were crazy. And then in 2021, the U.S. Capitol is breached in Washington, D.C. over the election of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, and they're still trying to uh, to make waves with that one. So, anyway. All right. Uh, birthdays. 
some great people having birthdays today, including actor Rowan Atkinson. I love him. Mr. Bean. He turned 68 years old today. We also loved him as Johnny English. Great super spy that he was. I'll take this one. Oh, don't be ridiculous, English. This car's a relic. Drinks petrol, leaks oil, has no passive, let alone active safety features. Do you know what else it doesn't have, sir? Satellite navigation or a single computer chip. Making it completely invisible to a digital enemy. The equipment agent English requested, sir. Thank you. Phone buff? Yeah. That high-tech villain of yours will never see us coming. In a red Austin Martin. <laughs> have you ever seen, have you ever seen Johnny English? They're so funny. I just love him. But he is having a birthday today, turning 68 years old. Also having a birthday today is singer Kim Wilson of the fabulous Thunderbirds, turning 72 years old today. When your name is, is Kim, you got to be tough, and you're a dude. I don't think I've ever known of a, a man named Kim who wasn't, like, at least Oriental or something. But, yeah, his name's Kim. Singer Kathy Sledge of Sister Sledge is having a birthday today, turning 64 years old. You're picking a lot of music I know. You know this song by Sister Sledge? No, but... Okay. I know Sister Sledge. You know, we are family. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's the that's what most people play. But no, not me. I'm bringing back another memory. And then also having a birthday today is Ree Drummond, who is the Pioneer Woman. She is turning 53 years old today. Love her, too. She's a lot of fun. Um, we have had a lot of answers on our Mind Jam trivia today. Here was the question. We ask you, doing this releases oxytocin and this hormone alone has tremendous health benefits besides giving us warm fuzzy feelings uh, oxytocin reduces pain it reduces heart disease lowers blood pressure stress and anxiety uh, we had a guest uh, laughing that's a good one uh, calling the morning jam and arguing with trey about football <laughs> that's from thank Dale. you i don't know that that's i don't know that that's healthy for you i have fun well, I'm sure you do, but that's not the answer we're looking for. But we're going to have the answer uh, coming up on this Friday. Of course, it's uh, Friday Funnies, also going to be on the way here very shortly. And a little switch up this morning at 730. Uh, we will have Bill Trefero, uh sitting in for WDBJ7. And also Chris Feraldi is going to be joining us this morning at 7.30. He's our new vice mayor. So we're going to be talking to him about uh, all the, the changes that are going on with Lynchburg City Council, and uh, they've got their first meeting coming up on Tuesday, so we'll see how that goes. Also, a sad story out of Amherst County as they are mourning the death of one student, possibly two others. They were notified yesterday of uh, the death of one of their 17-year-olds, Christopher Doss, who's an 11th grade student at Amherst, and he was one of the victims of the submerged vehicle incident that took place in late December. It's also possible that two additional students, one from Amherst County High School, one from Amherst Middle School, 
were involved in the incident, but their names haven't been released yet. And, of course, they're saying that um, they are offering a lot of support to the students there, and it has deeply affected the school, as you might imagine that it would. So we'll uh, get an update on that story as well. Uh, but we are going to try to to not only keep you informed, but keep it kind of lightened up today as well as we work through this Friday together on the Morning Jam. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. foot and listen to the morning jam. You're on the morning jam. It is Friday. We're glad you're here. Got a little, uh, the, the, the thing about that song is, Reb, uh, come and get your love, is you don't have to know any of the words, because I don't think he says any words. Hey. hey you hey, just need to know hey and what. what. Hey. Uh-huh. Hey. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, they're not real words. This song was a TikTok trend. What? This song was part of a TikTok trend. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because all the 70s music is so good, or 80s. I don't know if that was 70s or 80s, but still. Uh, so the reason I play Come and Get Your Love is not the reason you think. Cheeky. Uh, our Mind Jam trivia question was about, if you do this, you'll release oxytocin that has a great deal of benefits, including reducing pain, heart disease, lowers blood pressure, stress, and anxiety. The answer Deidre has become the new queen of our Morning Jam trivia, for sure, because she gets it right a lot. She said hugging, which is close. Today is National Cuddling Day. Okay. Cuddling Day. Hey, there are professional cuddlers that they get paid to cuddle people. Just saying. They do. I was closer than you think then. (laughs) No, just cuddling. Oh, my word. Of course. You you must have gotten a lot of sleep last night. That's all I know. So, yes, cuddling is what releases uh, the oxytocin. So get a cuddle in today for us. Yeah, do that. Uh, coming up, we are going to be talking with uh, Chris Feraldi. We talked about that. And, uh, and he's going to be sharing some insight into the new look on the Uh, board of Lynchburg City Council. Uh, Also, we're going to be talking about this whole speaker stalemate that we're in. It would seem that uh, Maxine Waters got into a little bit of a shouting match yesterday, uh, yelling on the the House floor. So that was interesting. 
the whole thing is just a, an exercise in embarrassment. Uh, another sports story in the news as former NFL running back Peyton Hillis. Did I say that right? Did he was on the cover right? of Madden. Yeah. Um, he is in critical condition right now after saving his children from drowning. So um, he was with the University of Arkansas and saved his children from the ocean, they said. They said that uh, he's doing better, but still has an uphill battle. Um, He was drafted by the Broncos, evidently, and uh, didn't make the Pro Bowl that season. He was awarded by being on the cover of Madden NFL 12. He actually beat Michael Vick in a fan vote to get the cover. How about that? Well, Michael Vick is a terrible person, so that we was a good call a later time. on whoever. He's a terrible person. I, w- I will never get over the whole dog fighting thing. I won't. Don't even try to talk to me about it because it's not going to happen. Okay. So I'm, there's that. We'll agree to disagree. So but you think he's a good person? I think he has done a lot. He served his time and he has done and his actions post going to jail have proven that he learned his lesson that he learned his lesson and okay. he's, he's been he's been an advocate for animals since he's gotten out of jail and and his actions hey yes all i know is this is what i tell this is what i told all my children you never trust anyone that is unkind to an animal you just don't there's something inside them that is messed up if they can do that i mean i hope you're right i hope he has gotten it together based off his actions since that that that's that that, that's all and that is that's fair and that's very big of you to be able to do that you're just a better person than i am i I wouldn't say that well i'm Uh, given the start of the show i wouldn't say that children (laughs) children and animals when it comes to that i just have have very little i have very little grace when it comes and i i understand that like i i like people that would say i've had people and i again like this is the biggest athlete in the history of my college. Like, it, it's no doubt in my mind. Like, right? It's it's Michael Vick. It's the face of Virginia Tech football. But so, it, like, literally, when people say his name, him. I literally cringe a little. Like, I just a little every time I hear his name, I, and I don't know that I'll ever be able to get over that. But maybe I should work at being more forgiving. Could be. All right. Not gonna happen. It's probably not going to happen. We're going to be trying to catch up with Dr. Uh, Harb a little bit later this morning, talking about this new COVID strain that they're saying is extremely contagious, but isn't impacting people the way the others have. But I will tell you, China is having a huge COVID crisis there, uh, running out of beds and deaths are spiking there. Um. A Beijing hospital is forcing patients to rest on stretchers or lay in hallway floors as it's running rampant through the country. Uh, they say they have no beds, no oxygen. Um, they have a room full of six sick people waiting. Um, they've even told some people to bring their own beds due to the shortage. I'm not sure how that works. The hospitals apparently were just not prepared for just how significant the wave ended up being um, with the Eastern Beijing Hospital packed with new arrivals. 
and unable to properly sequester them, they say. So why, if if this new, this must be a, a completely different version of it. Uh, latest estimates are indicating that deaths could rise from 9,000 a day to as many as 25,000 a day in January, which is a stark contrast to what they had prior to the end of the zero COVID. So, you know, they ended the zero COVID policy and now, and now people are dying. So, I don't know. It's pretty crazy things. we got a caller on the line. Dr. Good, Harb. Good morning, Dr. Harb. How are you? Hey, good, Janet. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing well. I'm reading these stories out of China. Uh, pretty, pretty alarming there. How, explain to yeah. me how this works. I mean, these strains have kind of a trickle effect. They start in one place and right. then they have a tendency to spread. Uh, do you? So this right. obviously isn't the same strain that we're dealing with right now. Right. The, the strain that we're, the most prominent strain that's spreading now is called the uh, XB, XBB 1.5. Right, right. And, the, and so um, there are a lot of strains of the Omicron virus. There seem to be more strains of the Omicron virus. Uh, than the other ones, and um, one of the reasons is because the this Omicron virus seems to um, evolve and mutate more rapidly than the others. It seems to be that way so far, anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, this latest strain seems to be one that affects mainly the upper respiratory part of you, like your throat and your sinuses, that kind of thing, right. rather than the previous rather than the previous more dangerous strains that affected the lower respiratory, like the uh, lungs and so forth. Okay. All right. So um, this, this, so so the reason that this strain is less less dangerous and less deadly is because it's more of an upper respiratory strain than a lower respiratory strain. Um, the thing, though, is that it's it's much more contagious. Um, and the interesting thing is that this particular strain seems to have been seems to have originated out of uh, some places in the world with the highest vaccination rates, like Singapore and so forth, in China. Mm-hmm. And, and the northeast and the northeastern part of the United States. So, this particular strain seems to not care whether you're vaccinated very much, and it also doesn't respond very well to the um, to some of the other medications that have been useful in the past, um, like the monoclonal antibody uh, medication. And same thing now, with the natural immunity too. It seems to be just kind of skipping over that as well. Right. Right. Yeah. Now Paxlovid. Paxlovid, the or, you know the oral medication that can be prescribed by the doctor's office, um, which is a which is a five, you know a four day course of uh, of antibiotics, that seems to be still fairly effective, and and the Paxlovid seems to be more effective than the other one, which is Molnupiravir, the other oral agent. Um, but these you know these viruses are just mutating very rapidly, and um, I think I think that one of the reasons that this Mutation. These mutations are occurring so ra- so rapidly, is because that is is partly because of the vac- vaccination, um, the multiple vaccinations we've had with the mRNA vaccines. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that has something. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have done these. You know, had these vaccines. Right. Um, but I, but I think that has something to do with this extremely rapid evolution of this virus. Um, and, and you know, the thing that the way that this particular virus has evolved is that it's made the spike proteins more sticky to your cells. You know, those spikes on 
those those little spikes that are on the on the virus mm-hmm. in this particular strain they they seem to be more sticky and attach better to the cells in your body and your upper respiratory system so that's that's the part of the virus that evolves rapidly is the spike protein part of it well whatever yeah. it is we need to we need to be trying to avoid it if we can if you're feeling unwell don't go out and be around other right. people it's really spreading very quickly right now right you know wearing wearing the n95 you know wearing an n95 mask in crowd situations and avoid and just avoiding a lot of crowd situations might be might be very reasonable to do right now just until this kind of blows over right and this is going to blow over and we're going to have we're going to have more mutations of this virus yeah you know it's going to continue it's just the yep. it's just the way life is right now dr harp thanks for calling in just and checking in we appreciate you yep you're welcome thanks Coming up, we got your local and regional headlines all ahead on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. Winter-like temperatures return for this Friday. I'm meteorologist Bradford Ambrose. Expect uh, temperatures this morning into the 30s. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds on this Friday, with high temperatures generally into the 40s and a little bit 50s. Breezy northwest wind, likely some gusts 20 to 30 miles per hour, a little bit higher along the higher ridge tops, and we will see precipitation chances return for Saturday and Sunday, with high temperatures back into the 40s. And currently we have 41 degrees in Lynchburg, 42 in Bedford, 46 in Roanoke, 37 in Danville, 46 in Salem, 40 in Amherst, and 37 in Appomattox. We're glad you're joining us on this Friday. We got the studio absolutely falling apart. I've had that My happen to me. My mic literally just fell off the... Thanks, Chris. <laughs> He's I, good. <laughs> I got it. We've got Chris Feraldi in the studio right now, and we're excited to have him in. arm mic Boom That's, mic holder. Yeah, you see, you see all the behind stuff in uh, in radio. Don't I mean, we you? could use an extra body at the radio station. I'm just saying. I know that that's true. Well, congratulations are in order, sir. Oh well, thank you. Congratulations I, I think... to you. <laughs> You're not really sure. Oh no, I I am. I this is a uh, uh, it's a great day for the city. We've got Republican leadership locked in for the first time in. 20 something years and and uh we're ready to get to work it's it's janet it's it's going to be a a new day for the city no no doubt about it well one of the things that we talked about yesterday with uh stephanie who is the new uh mayor Mm -hmm. of lynchburg stephanie reed uh she made a point to say that this is not going to be the stephanie reed show Mm. that um she wants you know team efforts getting things done for the city and i believe that 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 is true Mm -hmm. and i'm going to start by saying first of all being the mayor of lynchburg not to take anything away from it from being the mayor but it doesn't change a whole lot if you're the mayor or the vice mayor Mm -hmm. correct me if i'm wrong you're you're not wrong from a just a black and white candid just getting getting things done yeah. as far as getting the work done except for public perception sure i mean of council that that that's derived from the mayor mm-hmm. um where the government is going most folks who are not inclined to be you know tracking what happened at the last city council meeting in lynchburg uh are gonna look to the mayor and say well what's going on certainly sets a tone the mayor certainly. sets a tone it certainly They're- does and and when it comes to time to market the policies that we are enacting mm-hmm. back to the constituency is right. then where the mayor is critical and 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 that's why we need someone who can articulate back the bold tax relief we're going to do the investment in public safety uh, the the 
finally bringing in an elected school board to the city of Lynchburg, we needed a mayor who could do all three of those. And um, and so I, I really fundamentally believe that Stephanie is going to be able to do that. And, you know, I'm, I'm just tickled at the fact that um, we have a 5-2 Republican majority and we're gonna we're gonna do some good stuff. I can tell you that. Well, I hope so because um, you know it, it it's it, it's certainly a change for the city. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I I know I heard the rumblings immediately yesterday that some people are not happy about this mm-hmm. because they some people believe that uh, Jeff Hegelson mm-hmm. should have you know, won the, the mayorship yeah. because he's been serving for so long, but it simply doesn't work that way. Well, Janet, Jeff Helgeson, when the history books are written about this era of Lynchburg, will be one of the most constant names on every page. Yeah. I mean, his imprint on the city is profound. His knowledge and his experience is great, um, particularly uh, in the realm of conservative values. We need that now more than ever. We do. We we need Councilmember Helgeson, and um, you know, candidly, he asked me to support him. Uh, there was one thing that I I asked for. No, it wasn't vice mayor. It wasn't a committee assignment. It wasn't a check. It wasn't a certain rule to be changed in the way we do things. I I asked. I, I need you to support publicly support an elected school board, mm-hmm. because if we don't have a mayor who's a, like I said able to articulate that, market that back to the constituency. I mean, imagine this. If we're in a November election cycle and we're having to articulate back to the voters, you must, you got to vote for this on the on a referendum. Mm-hmm. You have to pass an elected school board in Lynchburg. If the mayor is either A, in neutral, or B, actually openly promoting opposition to it, opposition to it that's a tough task to follow, to follow. So I firmly believe, you know, listen, if, if you want to be mayor, want my support, we're going to have to have... Um, an elected school board in Lynchburg, and and that's why I had to find, you know what, I'm going to take a step back here. Uh, That's the only thing I want. I don't need anything else. I don't need vice mayor. I don't need a committee. I don't need anything else. Just that public commitment, and and that's why I needed to find another solution, and Stephanie put our heads together and found one. So Stephanie is is in favor of that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No no doubt. Is Uh, Jeff? We we have a, a pledge that we put forward through the campaign cycle, it's called the Lynchburg Pledge. I wrote it. It's very simple. Mm-hmm. It's the, We've talked about it on the it's air. The campaign I, I just outlined for you: lower taxes, public safety investment, and elected school board. And I couldn't get that commitment out of Jeff for an elected school board. Okay. All right. Well, I mean that's fair. And look, this is this is the thing. This is a double-edged sword when you are a, a, a smaller government person. When when you're a Republican, frankly, mm-hmm. uh, you have a tendency to be more independent. Um, whereas, and we're seeing this in Washington right now, um, where you, you've got the Dems, love them or hate them, whatever you feel, they are great at singing from the, from the same hymn book. They will compromise their values. You see it time and time again. That's why you've got Catholics who are Democrats voting for abortion. They will vote Mm. for same-sex marriage. They will vote for everything that that they say they are. It goes against what they say they are, but they'll do it because they think the ends justifies the means. And and I think when when you are an independent person, sometimes, and I know because I'm that person, it can be a little, you know, divisive. Well, and and 
all the more reason to just be candid with everyone right. and, and saying this I agree. is what I need and what I what I have to have in order to move to the next step. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean no animosity towards of anyone. I mean no disrespect. I mean the, the the level of value that he offers, we're gonna need. Sure. We're gonna need Councilmember Mischens and his expertise when it comes to public safety and mm-hmm. what what that actually looks like. We're yeah. gonna need Larry Taylor. Larry Taylor. My gosh, living in downtown for thirty years, knowing not just in downtown, knowing intimately what happens there and across the city. I mean, right. he offers such a valuable. We had him on thing. this week. Um, I already spoke about Miss Reed and she, she, you know, I love how the news is promoting. Oh, she's so new to the, she's been here for just as long as most people have lived here, about four and a half, five years. Mm -hmm. Um, she, she knows the needs of this city and, and I, I'd humbly offer, I've knocked so many dang doors the last four years and I've, I've got a pretty good idea yourself. know what, what folks are calling for and it's summarized in that pledge. So we, we need all hands on deck. We need all five of the caucus to move forward, unify and, and get to work. And well, I so I hope where we're at. that that's going to happen. I will say that uh, for those of us who really push this uh, this change for Lynchburg, there's an opportunity to do good here. Yeah, and everybody needs to just calm down and focus on what really matters right now. Yeah. and we have got so many things in the city of Lynchburg that are crucially mm. important. To, to make changes there is no room for emotions and so and i'm Egos. not saying that that's going on but there but everybody has an ego of course uh, except for me <laughs> yeah right <laughs> all of us have egos janet's five and dine <laughs> that's actually next that's a way to tee it up chris it's coming um <laughs> but you know you you just can't you can't let that get in the way and i i i have faith that that's exactly what's going to happen um what do you think is going to happen tuesday what where are we headed with the first meeting well it's a good question we uh just got uh briefed on the agenda last night at like five o'clock so we you know we we were still getting the leadership discussions moved forward and solidified and and figuring those things out but i can tell you what's coming down the pike and equip quorum we're going to be rolling right into budget season and you know what that means Mm. it means uh, property tax reassessments. It, uh, what, what are what are we going to be looking at from paying that stupid car tax bill? I can't stand that one personally, but yeah. that's just me. Uh, doesn't mean reduction in the meals tax. Doesn't mean reduction in you know paying that ten dollars a month for your trash. All those things are going to be considered. It also means with the extra mu- millions of dollars we got sitting there, it, it after a night like last night, it proves the point. I know this won't be the only solution. But I'm pretty sure if we got another 10 to 15 officers patrolling the streets, you'd see a bit of a difference. Right. It's not the only solution, but that's that's a, a but it could be part of the solution. One. Yeah. And then uh, I, I believe we have legislation coming out of the General Assembly to start the process of getting Lynchburg the opportunity to have the issue of an, uh, an elected school board on a November election. Those are the things you're really going to see us starting to push towards. You're still going to have your zoning changes and your. You know, hey, we got to put this new sewer line in and all the infrastructure things. But those are some. And uh, crime, taxes and education in Lynchburg, that's that's our focus right now. Well, and and being business friendly. I mean, we need to get we need to get a huge part of it. It it, it really is a huge part of it. In the last few years, we've we've lost a few thousand jobs out of Lynchburg. Mm -hmm. And and what's happening with that? Uh, We we need to make an environment. Excuse me. 
we need to afford an environment. Mm-hmm. The government can't create the environment. Right. We need to afford the environment where create. businesses say, hey, this is a place we really want to be. That's right. And that's so right. That, that's what we need to be. And, and just for our own personal tangent, the more we keep putting apartments up on industrial sites, I, I th- like <laughs> that. But that's just my own. Uh, no, it's, right it's very it's very valid. I live in one. It's actually I mean, I know what he's saying, but it, it's it's cool to live in one. Oh, yeah. It, it, well, we, it might we have, be cool to live in one in, but Lynch, if, in Lynchburg. No but doubt. if you have a business yeah. and and you're doing this in an area where parking is already a hot mess and and, uh, you know, there have been I've been getting my ear chewed a lot about that mm-hmm. this week as well. Chris is teaching me stuff. I learned now in a month i'm gonna have to pay 10 bucks a month for parking when i move to my house but that's mm. good to know mm-hmm. or 10 mu- ten dollars a month for trash depends if you already. have an hoa or not but but yeah that, oh, i don't at the bottom of your at the bottom of your bill in lynchburg if you yeah. live in a, just a normal neighborhood you know there's a ten dollar fee right there and it's for your trash pickup and that was instituted a few years ago and as a matter of fact what folks don't remember is it actually came out it's supposed to be like 25 dollars a month by now and, mm. and and you're telling me we're gonna have to kick that back up I know it's supposed to be an enterprise fund where it pays for itself, but you know we've I got pay more than that for trash and millions of dollars <laughs> in in extra monies coming in. Offset it, take that hundred and twenty dollars that's coming back to you. What does it look like to keep the property tax lower for, on your house? Boom, knock it back. In this economy, everyone's AEP bill is going through the roof right oh, now. Yes. Imagine what Lynchburg, Virginia, could do in offsetting that with your property tax. Uh, insurance is going up. We mm-hmm. can offset that with your property tax. Uh, your car payment. Gosh, we had a, a 75% ratio on the car tax in Lynchburg. We adopted that. And it still wasn't enough. I, I paid hundreds of dollars on a car that's like not even that great. <laughs> right. We can offset that even further. And we can still be in good financial shape. Governor, I'll conclude the tirade You're with good. this. Governor Yunkin, a few weeks ago, outlined his budget. And one of the lines that just struck me so well, just be, and I'm paraphrasing, just because the financials of government are good doesn't mean Virginians aren't hurting. And that's the truth. And that's the perspective we need to yeah. have. The, the Commonwealth, from a government perspective, is doing real hot. They're doing great. A lot of revenue, <coughs> taxes, a lot of taxes <laughs> coming in. The city's doing fairly well, too, in that regard. A lot of taxes coming in. Let's counter that, offset it. Imagine if we got seven to eight million dollars right back into our local economy simply by tax reduction. I think you'd see a lot of hap- a lot th- a lot of things happen with that. I think I think you're right, and I think you're uh, I think the people in, of Lynchburg would really feel like their city cares yeah. about them. So, well, we're keeping good thoughts for you. And uh, we're expecting some walk to all the talk we've been hearing yeah. for the the past uh, year or so. So good luck to you, sir. We'll be keeping in touch with you. Thank you both. Thank you. Chris Feraldi, uh, Vice Mayor of the City of Lynchburg. We're going to come back with Janet's Five and Dine coming Peace. up here on The Morning Jam. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on The Morning Jam. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on The Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're your Midtown grocer in Lynchburg, working hard, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day. And boy, do they have a deal on chicken this week. 
It's their chicken truck sale. Everything from boneless, skinless chicken breast to split bone-in chicken breast to legs and thighs. Uh, terrific deals there at FNL. Uh, today is Reed Drummond's birthday. And I love the Pioneer Woman. This is one of my favorite recipes that I use of hers. Uh, it's a chicken taco salad, but my favorite part about this salad is what she does to transform a bottle of ranch into something a little extra special. You're going to start with two boneless, skinless chicken breasts, and you're going to uh, you're going to generously sprinkle both sides with some taco seasoning, and then you're going to cook it until it's deep golden brown on the outside and done in the middle. That's about four minutes per side uh, in a skillet. And then you're gonna set that aside. For the dressing, while that chicken is cooking, you're gonna take ranch dressing, bottled is fine. If you've got homemade, that's great too. But three-fourths of a cup of ranch dressing. You're gonna add in a fourth of a cup of salsa. And if you like a little spice, use a spicy salsa. And three tablespoons of finely minced fresh cilantro. This makes a delicious dressing. I use this recipe all the time after I found it here. And then for the salad, you're going to uh, just take a couple of fresh ears of corn, uh, place them in the skillet, kind of roll them around to get them flavorful, uh, put them in the grill pan and uh, just kind of roast them a little bit. Slice the kernels off with a sharp knife, set that aside. Then you're going to layer your shredded lettuce, your chicken, tomatoes, cheese, corn, avocados, green onions, cilantro, and some crushed tortilla chips, and then drizzle that dressing all over and serve that salad up into individual bowls. It's really a delicious salad, and uh, if you try it once, it'll probably become your go-to, and that dressing in particular is really good. Five and Nine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market, where their meats are a cut above, and be sure to check out their chicken sale. So great. Everybody's been so nice. You know, I spent my day, I went to like eight thrift stores. <laughs> this town, this is like a time machine, this town. You guys shop at, you guys shop at thrift stores? I do, I love it. I like, I like the like savers, because they try to act like a regular department store, but I've never been to a regular department store that smells like my grandma's house. Is that? So it's, it's a little weird. You can find amazing things. You can get a bowling ball for a dollar. Actually, you know what? You can get a bowling trophy for 50 cents and just cut out the middleman. My friends are like, dude, I didn't know you bowled a 300 game. And there's a lot of things you don't know about me. So do you do the thrift store bowling? thing? I don't want to talk about it anymore. I have been known to go to a Goodwill and get close. Yeah. I love a, a thrift store. I love a good flea market. I, there's a lot of cool things uh, that I've found. We'll have more of your Friday funnies on the way here in just a little bit. Well, Roanoke City is accepting applications for vacancies on their school board. We talk about it all the time on this show about how important your school boards are. We've learned the last couple of years just how true that is. If you live in the Roanoke City Public Schools District... The city says school board leaders will be changing in the new year. The city clerk's office is now accepting applications for two vacancies that they have on the Roanoke City School Board. The vacancies that need to be filled are for three-year terms, and they expire on June the 30th. The new terms will begin 
July 1 and then end June 30th of 2026. The office said the incumbent school board trustees are Elizabeth Jamison and Natasha Saunders. The application and the information that describes the duties, the responsibilities, all of that are available on the City of Roanoke's webpage, or you can contact the City Clerk's Office there, room 456, and that's at the uh, Municipal Building on Church Avenue. The deadline is going to be March 10th at 5 p.m., so keep that in mind. If you're in the Roanoke area, you're really wanting to make a difference in your community, that could be a way to, to do it. Well, getting a, an update on uh, Damar Hamlin. Now, have you heard uh, any of the, yes. the latest details on that? Do, I have. Is it the freak accident thing where he was in a certain part of his I, They haven't come out and said rhythm. what, well, yeah, his heart, about his heart. It basically, it was just not working properly. And they had to revive, like the uh, the doctor gave him CPR, or Bill's medical staff gave him CPR on the field to get his heart right. But uh, the... What I read yesterday was saying that his, when he was hit in the chest, the reason that he had the cardiac arrest is because his his heart was in a certain place in yeah. the in the rhythm when it was beating. So it was almost like a freak, freak timing, and where yeah. it literally just like the heart was beating and he got hit and it stunted the heart right. and it caused the the pristine issues. Um, the you know he has now been able to communicate with. With okay. people, so but he he's obviously not talking. He has the uh, he's still on a he has a breathing tube. But he his first question when he went out and at this you know obviously is kind of the mindset of an athlete is did we win? <laughs> he asked. Of course it was. He can't. He asked. But the I think the doctor gave a great answer. They said uh, this. The answer is yes. tomorrow you won. You won the game of life. And oh, okay. I think that was a, a a great answer, and and so it appears it is he, a great answer. But then was he like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> he's still so, uh, and then I think they explained to him everything that happened. Right. Um, he's still critically ill in the hospital ICU. He's began to wake up uh, Wednesday night, and appears he is ne- his neurological function is intact. That's good. That, meaning that he can good. follow commands <laughs> and move. He has a significant process he needs to make, but the. It the marks a really good turning point in his ongoing care. The doctor and said I yesterday. had heard that they had had to flip him over on his stomach too, um, for a while with with some of the what he had sustained yep. during that. Well, it, it's great that he is doing better for sure, and looks like the um, the NFL has made some announcements about the championship games. And stuff yeah, it too, could be so. at a neutral site, which uh, we'll probably explain more at the fast lane today. Probably so. Coming up, we've got your headlines with CBS News' Bill Trefero on the way as well. Thanks for listening to The Morning Jam. You're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA-FM Greta Danville.